You're listening to the Traffic and Funnel Show. What's going on, folks? This is Alan, producer of the TNF Show. In this episode, Taylor talks about how to identify your who, the fears, wants, and mistakes of your target market. If you've got a topic you want to hear more about to get further insight on, email us at podcast at trafficandfunnels.com. All right, let's get to the show. Let's talk about how to identify who, who, W-H-O. This is one of the most important things that we can fix today and solve inside of this system. The first thing I want you to write down is fears. The second thing I want you to write down is wants. And the third thing I want you to write down is mistakes. All right, we're about to go, we're about to get deep and dicey. If you're ready, say amen. You know, we, we have, we talked about fear earlier and, um, what we're going to do here is we're going to actually dial into some of the things that your market is afraid of, because if you're in business and you're successful and you want to grow your business, then really what you are is you need to show up to your market where they're afraid and help fix that fear. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you serve construction or general contractors or whether you help people get pregnant. That was one of another one of our clients that I, can, that I love so much is she helps people conceive. And she was, she was charging, listen to this, $300 per client, had 100% success rate. And uh, she wanted to charge more because she needed to earn more to hire a team. And she was like, I'm just worried about charging you know, several thousand dollars to these ladies just to help them do something that I would do for free. And I was like, you know, I love your heart and I love your spirit. But if you want to grow this thing, you have to hire a team. Business has rules in it. Like there's economics and stuff. And she's like, I just don't know how to charge $3,000. I was like, okay, well, let me ask you this. If you take a person, a, a couple to the end of their life and they never were able to fix this, they were ever, never able to conceive children. And you offer them the opportunity to, to go back in time to when they were 25, 30, 35, and give them the opportunity to have a son or a daughter. What would they pay you to be able to go back and do that? She started crying. It was like, hundred thousand, a million, like 10 million. She's like, I don't know. Like, I can't imagine my life without my kids. I was like, and you're not willing to charge $3,000. We have to sometimes fix the clarity that we bring, which comes from the questions that we ask, right? That's a powerful story. Every single one of you can do the same thing with your market. Do not disappear from your market ever. Okay. Anyways, back to, back to the, the fundamentals fear, because you're likely called to show up in a place where your perfect client is fearful they're afraid and you're showing up at that exact point in that exact moment to help them deal with that fear and create some results in their life or business or et cetera, right? So it's important that we do this the right way. We don't wanna be manipulative in our markets or anything like that, but you have to understand what your market is afraid of. And so we make a list. And one of the things that I'll typically do if I'm trying to hack into like, what is my market afraid of is this is an interesting way uh, to ask that. You're gonna love this. Uh, think about your top 10 clients or your last several clients and ask yourself this question, what are they embarrassed about and don't want other people to know? The answers you will get when you start going through this process deliberately are just unreal. It's wow. so much clarity and it really helps you create marketing and create clarity for your audience you want, when you post on social media or you show up in a webinar or whatever, you want your perfect client to go, oh, I've never thought of it that way, but that's exactly what I've been worried about. What's my market embarrassed of? What are they, what are they not like, but they would be embarrassed to tell their friends or their family? Here's another one. You can ask like a creative word picture exercise. 
if you picture sitting down with your market at Thanksgiving, right? Nice, warm Thanksgiving dinner. What are the promises that they're making about how the next year will be different? What are the things that they're talking about how they want to do differently next year? They're planning their end of the year. What are the promises that they're making to their spouse, their significant others, the people that they care about? What, what are they promising that they want to do differently next year? And you know what you'll find with most people? It's usually the same exact thing they promised would be different last year, but wasn't. And it's usually the same thing they promised last the year before that but wasn't. We want to show up there, right there. It's mm. like, this is the thing that they've been trying to solve for several years. And it's embarrassing for them to continue going around the same mountain over and over. I'm going to, it's next year is going to be different. And next year is going to be different. You see what I'm saying? Like we're, yeah. we're diving into a psychological error in this person's decisions and those are the clients that you will not only be able to transform dynamically forever, uh, but they're going to like pay you, which is quite important if you want to build a business. There's, there's giant graveyards filled with great products and great services that never got to market. And so they never mm. achieved anything. And my market's afraid of being one of those. Wow. My market's afraid that the message that they have will not make it far enough out into the world because they don't know how to communicate it. My market is afraid that at best case scenario, they struggle along with a couple of clients, but they never really achieve true success. My market is afraid of not knowing how to sell and feeling embarrassed that they don't know how to sell. Wow. My market is afraid of arriving some point in the distant future, having promised their kids and their spouses that they're going to create some sort of level of living for them, but they never figured it out. And so at the end of the day, they feel like a failure. So these are real fears that we fix and we deal with and we prevent inside of our organization. Traffic and funnels shows up in a needed, necessary place because when you have a message and you have a product or a service and you know that you're good, the worst place for you to end up is you could have changed the world, but you didn't because you didn't know how to get clients. Like that's devastating, right? Mm -hmm. Or that you were able to get like three clients one month, one client the next month, no clients the month after that. And it's like, you, yo, I don't know how to control any of this. It's a terrifying place where you have no control, no predictability, no consistency. So that's one of the fears mm -hmm. of our markets, right? And we show up online in such a way that's like, I've got it all together. Life is good. Look at this client. Her name is Stacy. Ah, ha, 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 all the results. But then you go behind the scenes and it's like, everything's dysfunctional, which like, that's an embarrassment. What are the things that you're embarrassed about that you don't want other people to know? It's that things behind the scenes are not as good as what they appear to be on the outside. Listen to the clarity. Give me, give me some props right now. Yeah. I know who I'm talking to. So what if, what if we could come in and we could align the outside with the inside? And everything that you want to be, everything that you want mm -hmm. to have, all of the things that you want to provide for your family, everything, all of the stuff that you talk about at the end of the year, here's what we're going to do. And, you know, here's how we're going to make it happen. If you want those two things aligned, hey, here's what you want. Here's what's actually going to happen. Bring them together. That way there's no 
you know, dissonance in who you show up to be and who you actually are, that leads me to the second question. Wants, which you have written down. We want to get a list of the wants. Like, what does my market want? And don't, uh, don't mistake that a want is just the reversal of a fear. It's not true. Okay. They're different. So you can't just say like, a fear of my market is that they're poor. Well, a want of my market is that they're rich. It's like, okay, that's called laziness. That's not actually really understanding the market because they're not always just a, a linear reversal. Okay. So what do they want? And do me a favor when you do this, when you go into the, this exercise, go into the second and third order consequence. Okay. So when, when we take clients, we actually do this with and for them. So it's a lot, it, it, I'm giving you a lot of, we can just acknowledge I'm giving you a lot of content right now, like a ton. This is, you're probably just, you've got all these things that you need to work through. But when we typically do this with clients, we'll give them these, these concepts and then we'll give them worksheets and different like hot seat programs so that they can actually work through this with somebody. Because sometimes you just need somebody to work through it with, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm talking myself in circles on like, what's my market afraid of? And yeah. you just need somebody who's been through it to guide you through it. So don't get stuck here. But when we talk about the second and third order consequence, we want to actually begin to speak in a way that aligns with the second and third order. Let me give you an example. Um, let's go back to uh, the, the woman who helps uh, couples conceive. Obviously, the outcome of the program is having a baby, right? Trick question. It's actually the soccer games and the weekends. And the proud moment that you feel when your son or daughter wins a medal or your teacher emails in and says, your son is exceptional. That's the outcome. So the reason that you are like feeling chills, like, oh my God, it's because this clarity is electric. It will just come in. Like, imagine if you showed up this way to your market every single day, none of you here would have sales issues ever. Yeah. Okay. So be sure that we don't just become a little bit lazy because we don't know better and just assume like I'm helping businesses, you know, make more money and therefore the outcome is like more money. It's like, no, 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 no. Let's pause for a second. You want to know what one of my outcomes is for you? I, I want you to be able to turn your phone off whenever you want and not worry about business. I want you to be able to go on vacation and sales still come in. Good. I want you to be able to finally retire your husband or wife or your mother or your father. I want you to be able to hear about a story at church like I did this weekend. Somebody has some issues with their house and me and my wife go, we're just going to pay for it. I want that for you. That's the outcome. It's not necessarily get more clients like do, 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 do. Like, do you know how easy this is for me, for my team? It's like not an issue. It's just like snap, do this one, two, three, boom, you have clients. In fact, you have too many clients. And so we have to go in and fix your processes. It happens over and over and over. It's boring to me at this point. I'm not saying that it shouldn't, that it should be boring to you. I'm saying it's like it in four days, you have clients. It's not a big deal. What mm -hmm. is a big deal is you have the ability to, to buy some, your nanny a car because you have it. You have the ability to pay off someone's debts because God told you to do it. Well, half of you is like with, with me in 2015, it didn't matter if God told me to do it. I'm like, hey, well, God, I have $22. So <laughs> how do I do that? 
Notice the depth of outcomes here. We're going into the third, fourth, fifth. We're going all the way through. We're not selling a program. We're selling a life that we want our clients to be able to have and enjoy. With me? Third thing, mistakes. All right, here's where the rub comes in. And here's where your marketing begins. Your, when you have this clarity on your avatar, your marketing just begins to work and churn for you. We know what someone's afraid of, what they're trying to avoid, what they're embarrassed by. We know what someone really, really wants, not just wants on the table, the surface, but what do they want in their soul? It's deeper than a bank account. It's deeper than getting free of some addiction. It's, deep, it's deeper. It's all of the intangibles attached to that. And then the thing that will prevent them from achieving what they want is the mistakes that they're making right now. So we got to get a list of those things too. What are the mistakes? What are the things that my market thinks are going to work, but I've been there, done that, and I know it's not going to work. And I could just go ahead and tell them that now. What's the list of those mistakes? So your fears, your wants, and your mistakes, you get a list of all of these things. Your fears, the things you talk about, are they show up in your messaging. They show up in your posts. They show up in your webinars. They, be, they begin to become prominent in your language, the fears of your market. You can talk about it, mm. right? And then the wants, the outcomes that the market really wants, these show up in your testimonials, in your, the outcomes that you talk about and how people talk about your program. And then your mistakes, this list of mistakes, you take these and eventually we run you through a process together where you create your program based on these mistakes. So that when somebody invests in you, what they're really investing into is systemically eliminating all of the mistakes that are gonna pre prevent them from getting to their outcome. Make sense? Friends, really quick, you have to listen to this. When I started in 2015, I started taking clients as a freelancer. What I didn't know at the time was the things that I was doing were not normal and they worked better than I could have imagined. Within six months, I was clearing $25,000, $40,000 a month as a freelancer. I looked around and people said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, isn't everybody doing this? They said, no, they're not. They're not doing this. What are you doing? We put together a product for you. It's the Freelance to Business Owner Manual. It's a manifesto of sorts. It kind of teaches and breaks down the secrets of going from a you know, a small up and down feast or famine freelancer to being a legitimate business builder and growing an organization that is consistent, predictable, safe, and enjoyable. Check it out, trafficandfunnels.com slash business, trafficandfunnels.com slash business. You can have it. Go there today.